Greetings, Commanders. Welcome to episode 36 of the UK's number one podcast on Marvel Strike Force, the MSF Pod. This podcast covers everything that's happening in the world of Marvel Strike Force, which is a mobile hero collector game available on iTunes, Google Play, Blue Stacks, and wherever else that you'll play your mobile games. We are the lads from 4Play Gaming. You'll find us on YouTube underneath that name. We are on Instagram and Twitter under the name 4P Gaming. And you'll find the MSF Pod on iTunes, Google, and wherever else that you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, and tell all of your Alliance mates about us. Every week our numbers go up and it's down to your support, so massive thanks to the community for listening. We're just three guys that love uh, Strike Force, so it's great to share that with people. Introducing the crew today, well, unfortunately it's just me. You guys are uh, currently away on an event and there's a lot to cover this week, so I figured I'd jump in um, and give you guys your weekly content. So um, yeah, bear with me for this week and uh, the gentleman will hopefully be back with us next week. So um, in regards to good pulls and things this week, upgrades, red stars and all of that, um, the only real exciting thing that's happened for me, um, I upgraded Minerva up to um, gear tier 15, which is cool. So that's three of five now for my uh, Cosmic team, for Dark Dimension. Um, I haven't been able to progress any further, obviously, because I haven't got the five characters. So, yeah, um, I also got Bishop up to five red stars, which is cool. So he's uh, yeah five red, which is great. Um, my Astonishing X-Men are um, getting me through um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of content in the game, which is great. Um, I love that team. So, yeah. So what I figured we'd do is that we go into the Tuesday's blog post. Um, I'll read through it and I'll give you my opinions on it. All of the sort of major talking points I will carry over to next week and I'll discuss that with Adam and Diggs uh, from 4Play um, in episode 37. So the 2021 second half preview starts off like so. Greetings, Commanders, um, Marvel Strike Force fans. Greetings, Marvel Strike Force fans. There's certainly been a lot happening with the game and the Marvel Strike Force universe in the first half of 2021 we've also been spending a lot of time reading feedback from you the players and using that to make the experience with msf even better today we want to pull back the curtain a bit and talk about some of the content and features that we're working on for the second half of 2021 and provide a bit of preview into what we're planning in early 2022 please keep in mind that dates can shift and that everything mentioned here is generally subject to change the player journey Behind the scenes, the dev team have been talking about several updates which will happen in succession over the coming months. We came to call this the player journey, as we're metaphorically setting players down a path that has checkpoints and goals. So as you read this section, keep in mind that these topics are best looked at as a narrative rather than an individual basis. So T2 ISO 8 Blue, we recently released T2 ISO 8 into the game as a rewards for the Doom Raids and some limited time offers. While this is in itself not news is essentially the beginning of the journey and leads directly to the subsequent chapters so player level 85 we're all expecting this get ready to earn xp and improve your commander level up to level 85 we made mention of this in a recent blog post and have plans to further infuse more gold into the monthly economy to help ensure your progression feels good feels good being the operative words here on top of the recent infusion into the gold economy leveling up should feel satisfying it does feel satisfying, but when you're getting Hulk shards, when you've already maxed Hulk, doesn't really help. And when you're getting 25 cores for hitting milestones, doesn't feel great. So hopefully they do address that. As it's been about a year since the cap was raised to level 80, the improvement will assist in getting through some of those challenges that are particularly daunting. Unlike the level cap increase last year, the new intention of gear tier will come at a later date. Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, look, the, the game's always going to go up. The progression level's always going to increase. Play level 85 is fine. 
I, I just hope we're going to get something better than what we normally get for hitting milestones because it is disappointing getting 25 calls here and there for, you know, logging in for 480 days or whatever it is. Um, yeah, feels bad. Hopefully they can improve that. You know, you want to like, you want, obviously you want to get to 85 to get to the next level of content, you know, the new gear tier and things like that. But at the same time, it's like, you've got to want to do it as well. You know, it has to be, something you know like you, you want to feel good going over the finish line you know what i mean okay orange gear economy update we will be increasing the availability of, of orange gear pieces paying particular attention to the unique pieces as they have been rather hard to come by you are not kidding so hopefully that means complete pieces and you know the stuff that's an absolute nightmare to get hold of like gravitonium or you know wh wh whatever it seems like you need to get your character up to the higher gear tier pieces and um, the gear tier levels Gear tier 16, the next level of power will be available to a roster with gear tier 16. Instead of it being another iteration of orange gear, we're breaking, we're breaking with tradition and starting the next color of gear, of the next gear tier, and it's going to be teal. By moving to the next color tier, we can increase availability to certain orange gear and help players get to features like Dark Dimension 4 faster. Awesome. The teal tier will also have a slightly simplified structure to make it easier to track which pieces you need in the future. Now, that's great. Um, I always feel like you could make things a lot easier if there was like a checklist system or like you could go and look into, like, let's say you need, I don't know, like all bio piece, pieces for like gear tier 15. Like, it'd just be great if you could set that in your roster, like just as a click clicking option. You know what I mean? Oh, I need this piece, this piece, this piece. Oh, I've got 50 of those. I've got 100 of those. But I get it. It's a frustration marketing thing, you know, like, they want you to run out of the pieces so that you spend the money so i get it but it'd be great to have something like that like a checklist feature so you can you know check on your resources and upgrade them upgrade them accordingly doom raid 2 this will be one of the primary ways to earn gear to 16 teal um the ice weight requirements for characters to enter will be t2 iso 8 blue and the trait requirements will mirror doom raid one exactly so you can build on the same characters and teams. The rewards available here will grant progress to, towards T2 ISO 8, but the exact details are still being worked on. Now, people are annoyed about this uh, because in theory, Dark Dimension, uh, well, the, the, next, uh, the next thing that's coming up, um, Dark Dimension 5, is basically locked behind the Doom Raid. Now that's a big problem, not so much at the moment for our Alliance because we're all coming up together, but for the people that have already reached the end game, and I've already beaten Dark Dimension 4, they're like, well, we need to have, you know, we need to be isolate blue, you know, everything and all of that. So it's, de it's definitely a problem. It's definitely an issue um, for the community. And it's going to be a real pain in the backside recruiting these new players and stuff for your teams. Like, you know, there's going to be a lot of alliance hopping. It's going to separate alliances like the Silver Surfer debacle and when they first bought in ISO, um, tier one ISO blue. So yeah, this is really sort of shattered the community in a way because people are like, well, you know, get wrecked. And other people are like, well, look, come on. Like, you know, I've been in this alliance for, you know, the, my, the entire time I played this game, I want to stay with my friends. I don't want to have to leave to do the next, next dark dimension to get the new character or whatever. So yeah, um, I mean, the first sentence, this will be one of the primary ways to earn gear tier 16 pieces. So, I mean, one of, hopefully, 
you'll still be able to earn guillotine pieces. Well, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm willing to bet everything I own on the fact that, that those those pieces are going to be, you know, for sale and then also be in the supply store as well. So that's why they're increasing the gold. You're going to have to pay the additional, you know, for these new pieces. So, yeah, basically from now on, it just means whenever there's an event and they're giving away these pieces, you're just going to have to complete the milestones, which is something I psychotically do anyway. But, yeah. Okay. So, Dark Dimension 5. The first four chapters of Dark Dimension have been leading up to this moment. The epic fifth chapter of Dark Dimension will have a requirement of gear tier 16, of course it does, and certain character traits. There may be some additional requirements, which is still still to be finalised, and we will share full details at a later date. Now that's really interesting, I wonder what that means. Should you succeed in, the, in this monumental quest, you will harness the incomparable power of the cosmic conqueror Dormammu to add to your roster. With this concept art and the final version of the character, uh, with this concept art and the final version of the character could change. And there he is, looking, uh, yeah, looking fantastic, to be honest. Looks like, um, I mean, that armor looks like something out of World of Warcraft. It's, uh, it's very cool. Uh, but yeah, you know, they're very clever. Dormammu's character art, you know, work in progress. But yeah, at the moment, I'm, you know, I'm excited to get to Dark Dimension 5. I mean, you know, I'm nowhere near finishing Dark Dimension 4 and getting Dooms. So yeah still excited anyway so obviously on the back of dark dimension five and you know the doom raid two they then mention alliances so improvements alliance war while this feature continues to be many players favorite game mode we understand the desire to keep things fresh with periodic updates we recently ran a play test with nearly 100 players to get feedback on some proposed changes to streamline the experience the feedback provided by those players gave us some clearer direction on how to improve the experience and we're, and we're implementing these changes in a second round of playtesting in the near future. With the second round of feedback, we should be able to make some meaningful updates to Alliance War um, in the coming months. Be sure to read our weekly Friday posts for more updates in the near future. So if you've been um, listening to our podcast for a couple of weeks, we, we have been discussing that um, certain content creators are in these playtests of new... Um, of new changes to Alliance War, which is um, exciting. It's going to be additional rooms and things like that, um, additional attacks, and then potentially ways to upgrade rooms and stuff like that. But, you know, it's all being worked on. Okay, the next thing they uh, discuss is the real-time arena, which is an absolute um, dumpster fire for some people. Again, it's a good way to get pieces. You know, for me, I, I just have to get to 100 every time uh, just because, again, it's it's you know you need those pieces um and yeah it's just rude not to so real-time arena this is another feature where we've been looking to streamline the experience here's a list of improvements we're looking at main making in the coming months so bullet point one was reducing the initial loading time from 160 seconds to 75 seconds oh my god yes please there is nothing more frustrating than i mean like yeah, than just waiting for some idiot who's quit or, you know, waiting for someone to load in or whatever. 75 seconds is fine, you know, literally like, you know, you're pretty much cutting that in half, that load time. Perfect. Great. Make it happen. Second bullet point. Bands will include role and origin traits in addition to individual characters. And that's cool. Um, that might make it a little bit more different. And then bullet point three was making objectives based on KOs and whims rather than ability traits. Again, that's good. Well, I think when it first came out, uh, KOs was the main thing, and then they changed it up, and everyone's like, this is horrible. So hopefully going back to KOs is a good thing. 
Um, it just means, you know, everyone's going to be using their best teams, but hopefully the role and origin traits and the um, individual character bands might help things out. And bullet point four is a bit later, we're planning an update that may include improvements to how progress is made towards the RTA battle pass and improve matchmaking. Mm. Okay. We're very interested to see how this changes your experience and we would very much like to hear your feedback when the updates are live. We'll continue to monitor the feature and there could be additional changes in the future. Now, I, look, I, I don't know anything about game development and things like that, but if they're actively putting people on a server to do Alliance War and things like that, why aren't they getting people to test real-time arena? You know, why don't you get like a core group of people, you know, doesn't have to be on voice, like people that love the game. You know, there's, there's plenty of people on Reddit that love that game. Just get them in the real-time arena, get them repping out what, you know, what could make it better, you know, use, utilize the community. You know, they're, they're vocal enough, like it's time people start putting their money where their mouth is, you know what I mean? So yeah, a lot of people hate real-time arena. I don't mind it. You know, it's one of those things, Adam is the same, like, you know, while he's watching a film, he'll just, he'll just hit, hit auto and go through it. Now, if that's a, if that's an enjoyable experience, fine. Like, you know, I mean, I really like the, uh, what was the mode called? The mode where you basically uh, draft, the draft mode of, um, that was there for a while. That was really fun because it's actually, you know, thought provoking and sort of, you actually had to engage your brain. So if there was some way, I know they talked about it a while ago about bringing like a tournament or something where you actually have to draft characters and, you know, use use your brain like that would be that'd be wonderful but look any changes to real-time arena like i mean reducing the initial load timer from 160 to 75 seconds is massive like for screen time alone that's absolutely brilliant and you know if they can in another six months get that down to 30 seconds then you know we'll you know we'll be uh we'll be super happy with that okay economy <laughs> We've made numerous improvements to the availability of resources across the board in the first half of 2021, and we'll continue this trend in the second half of the year. We want to ensure that your character roster progression feels steady and rewarding. Can't argue with that. As long as they keep making changes, that's great. Um, little things like the change to the payday event where you're getting like, I mean, I, I literally today did the, uh, it was payday today, so, so I recorded this on Saturday in the UK. and. Um, I got the guy, I got my mercenaries to six stars and I think you get a million, well, I think you get like 3 million for the first time completion. And then you get, obviously, you know, you only get three cracks at it per time, but um, the subsequent two other times you can attack, I got like a million per one. So now mercenaries are a priority because I want to get to seven stars to get the additional, you know, it'd be great to, you know, every month to do payday and make, you know, three, four, five million. I mean, that's amazing. Um, I've spent it already, but you know it's it's great to um, it's great to have that um, that feature. If they keep doing stuff like that, that's great. You know, um, I know Diggs is like I know Diggs's opinion is that the game should be it should be steady, but it should be difficult at the same time. But like you know, everyone wants resources, um, and if you can get more from progression that feels good, I'm all for it. Okay. Quality of life improvements. Now, this is a big thing for a lot of people. Saved squads. Now, Cerebro um, hinted at this about six months ago. So it's great that they're finally coming. So let's get into it. Yeah, we mentioned this um, in the first preview blog for 2021, but it was slightly delayed. We're happy to announce that it's nearly here and we can share more details about it now. So in addition, in addition to the 40 squads players currently have, 
will be adding four tabs linked to game modes that have 40 saved squads in each tab, 160 in total. For newer players, you need to reach certain player levels to fully unlock all the slots. So if you're level 40, 15 slots, level 71 plus 5, level 72 plus 10, and all the way up to 80. The four modes with tabs associated with them are Blitz, Raids, Arena, and Alliance Wars. Perfect. Amazing. Um, it's worth noting that this feature could scale with new game modes in the future um, should the needs, need arise. Now, that's, that's great. Like, look, people have been screaming about this for, well, the entire time I've been playing the game. So it's great that it's finally coming to the game. Um, yeah. If you open the Save Squads menu while selecting a team in one of these modes, you will default by viewing the tab for that game mode. All tabs are available for use from any game mode. So cycling through Save Squads in Blitz will cycle through the squads saved to your Blitz tab. Amazing. That's great. I mean, I've got I've got certain Blitz Blitz teams that I don't use in Alliance War, so I have to remember and change things up and yeah it's a it's a nightmare it's messy and it's unpleasant it's like you know it's like a bag of pick and mix like I, I want it i want everything regimented and this is the perfect way to do it well done you know well done uh marvel strike force that's amazing can't wait to see this come to the game another uh another quality of life improvement that people have been clamming for and screaming about auto basic combat so this has been highly requested and we've been and we've been definitely excited to, to deliver it. Turning on this advanced option will give you a second option in auto combat to instruct your characters to only use basic attacks. This will be especially helpful in modes like raids, where you likely want to use um, saved special and ultimate abilities for later nodes that are more difficult. So perfect example of this is the symbiotes. Obviously, a lot of their attacks are you know great, but they've got long cooldowns and things like that. Um, so when you get to the end of a node, especially, you know, in the higher Ultimus raids, um, if you, I mean, you know, some people, Adam, um, hit auto and just leave it and you you basically, you know, you, you cut your legs from under yourself, you know. Um, with this with this game mode, you could hit auto for half of it, Adam, and then put it onto auto basic where they just do the basic attacks and grind out the results. But then when you go into the next node, you can have all of your attacks ready to go and you will succeed further. Great addition. Um, content creators have been screaming for it the entire time I've been playing. So Auto Basic will be a perfect addition to this game, um, you know, for quality of life and things like that. I'm, I'm all for it. Can't wait to use it. Sort by character level. This is one that's fairly straightforward. In the character roster, you'll be able to sort by character level, both ascending and descending. That's great. That's fine. That means we don't have to use the favorite option anymore. In theory, all of your highest characters will be at the top and all of your nerds will be at the bottom. So that's great. That's fine. And that can remove, um, you know, people can take off their uh, uh, their tinfoil hats um, about favourite theory and versus theory and things like that. You know who you are. I'm one of them. Okay. And expanding the API features, we have been absolutely floored by the amount of interest we, get, we got regarding access to the game's API. We're expecting a few dozen inquiries but ended up getting over 400 emails. We're currently working with a limited number of partners, but we want to expand access over time. One big thing, possibly the biggest thing players want from the API is the ability to import their player roster into a platform where they can easily be viewed, shared by themselves and other players, especially their alliance. With this request in mind, we have made working on additional functionality of the API a priority. This is one of our many long-time commitments to supporting our awesome community of players. Now, again, Another great feature. I'm all about it. That's great. 
like little things like um, the nsf.gg.gg that i use quite a lot now you know it's great to see it, it, it's just a great feature you know to help you plan your roster sort of into the future you know when they add a new character you can see what gear tier pieces they're going to need for example like death ball that's coming to the game you're going to want to you're going to want to have you know you're going to want to know what gear tier pieces she's going to need and you know you can you can plan in time little things like that that api really helps you know and again for you know the future of the game it's very important i'm all about it good job let's see it okay more costumes this feature was introduced a few months ago and we've read over a metric ton of requests from players for costumes for their favorite marvel heroes and villains we plan to release more costumes with each major version update and we are and we are excited to give you a preview of some more stellar outfits that you'll be able to add to your virtual closet in the near future so you've got the uh the black widow uh taskmaster there which is that does look very cool and then I believe this is Ultimate Carnage. Carnage, Diggs is probably screaming into his headphones now. Uh, it's something else. Um, but I mean, how cool does that look? Um, I am all about that. I mean, I know Adam's been critical of the art department recently, but you cannot knock that. I mean, looks incredible um, and will look great in, uh, in the symbiotes. I, I don't know what the swirl above the head is about, though. I don't know if that's uh, got any significance. If you know, um, please get in touch. Um, you know, via all the usual um, social media platforms, that'd be great. Uh, but yeah, who do you want to see come to the game, like uh, costume-wise? Um, I know they teased a Cyclops costume when they first announced costumes, and it's still not here. Um, I quite like to see that, to be honest. But yeah, and also I'd like to see when you do change a character's um, costume, I'd like to see their avatar change for that ca um, for that character. So, for example, the Gamora one in the hood, like. You know when you changed into that costume that is the new you know you, you get Kamora in the hood whenever you uh look at her character i don't know we'll see okay in early 2022 we usually keep the scope of these previews limited six months ahead as the content and features mentioned are reasonably reliable targets but there's something in particular a bit outside of the scope that we can't wait to announce and this is a new game mode which funnily enough we were talking about last week and uh yeah we're thrilled to announce that the brand new game mode has started production and internally we're calling it Project Grand Tournament. We want to create an experience that gives players the opportunity to flex the power of your top teams and use many of the best characters in your roster in new and exciting ways. This mode will test your skills in offense, strategies on defense, and ability to adapt to a shifting battlefield. We want to share some of these details in how we are designing the feature, but do keep in mind that these are subject to change and the final product may look different. So tournament structure. Players get matched into a large group and will take turns fighting each other over the course of a week. Players will battle opponents based on a Swiss system tournament, non-elimination with multiple rounds. Victory points will be earned and accumulated over multiple rounds and tallied at the end to determine ranks. So this is basically, um, I believe in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, it's known as Grand Arena. And um, I do believe there is a video on it next week. What I'll do is, um, uh, if the guys are unsure about it, I'll, uh, we'll cover it all next week and go into it. And um, yeah, if people have questions and stuff, we can go into it then. But yeah, so in regards to the combat, combat in the setup phase, players assign several teams on defense into rooms. These teams cannot be used in cannot be used to attack. In the attack phase, players attack the opponent's defending teams, 
scoring more points for a better performance. To keep things fresh, tournaments will have rotating different rules for the rooms that will that will affect the offense and defensive teams. So you want to mix up your strategies. So from what I understand, it's kind of similar to Alliance War, but it's a one-man Alliance War. And yeah, kind of similar, I guess. I, I never played um, Grand Arena. and I've never played Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. So all I know is when that game mode came to Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, it was an absolutely massive, like needle in the arm, you know, like boost for, you know, uh, for that community. And um, it's loved by all. So this will be great for Marvel Strike Force. And by the sound of it, it only takes about half an hour and you can just go to it whenever you want. It's not one of those things like Alliance War where you have to be on at a certain time and all of that. You can play it, you know, whenever you want during the day. So that's good for, you know, people like Diggs, for example, who are super busy at work most of the time and can't always get on. You know, when he's finished, he can sit down, he can relax, and he can get involved in the uh, in the grand tournament, which um, for someone like Diggs, for especially who's a very cerebral player, this is this is his jam. I'm sure he'll be excited about this, you know, getting as high as he can in the tournament mode. Okay, so seasons. Tournaments will be part of a season lasting several months, and all of the victory points earned in that time will place players into divisions. The better your division, the better awards you will receive at the end of a tournament. Divisions will contribute to your contribute to your rank on the global leaderboards. So there you go, massive flex, you know, where are you in the world, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, we like that. We're still in the early stages of development, but we intend to work with our players to get early feedback and conduct play tests to ensure that we deliver on experiences that will be challenging and rewarding for all of the contestants. We're also keeping in mind how the time spent in this mode fits with your daily play and how you might streamline other features to compensate it. Now, that's interesting. Uh, but they're aware of screen time and obviously now that um, a lot of people have gone back to work I'm sure numbers have dropped a little bit so keeping people on the app is probably you know a priority but people's playtime obviously people can't play as much uh, yeah it's good to hear, hear the words like streamline features to compensate you know that's great um, yeah so the summary is uh, to wrap it up uh, for this preview, we're working on even more updates and improvements, and we will continue to keep you updated on the status of the topics in our weekly updates that we publish every Friday um, here on our website. Those posts really are the best way to stay on top of the latest news and previews. We greatly appreciate all the support from the players have given us. We, we're committed to providing the best gaming experience possible, and we look forward to playing along with you in 2021, 22, and beyond. And that is the end of that blog post. So I know I know there is some bad, but there's also a lot of good. They're aware of some of their mistakes and issues, and uh, they are, you know, they're they're looking forward, you know, to to making changes. You know, like I say, like you know, if you just skim through it, there's stuff here that will keep people playing. Um, I I, I do understand the Gear Tier 16 thing for Dark Dimension Five, but again, for a lot of mid to end game players that's that's not even in us in our sites yet and by the time we reach it they'll you know people will probably be upset about dark dimension six so i understand the ire and anger from a lot of content creators i do get it but like i don't know sometimes i don't think they see the forest through the trees through the grand scheme of things you know people are going to the, the common less engaged players who go be like, oh, cool, another Dark Dimension. I look forward to getting there when I do. Um, yeah. What can you do? I, I, I think sometimes it's, um, 
you know, I yeah, I understand. I understand why people are upset, but I don't know. Let's 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 try and let's try and move forward together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Alliance for improvements. Like, look, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do there. Uh, it's it it is in need of some love, and yeah, I look forward to see what they do. Um, any improvements to the, uh, the economy is great, and all of these quality of life improvements, dude. I I, I I see no wrong in any of these. Auto basic, amazing. You know, even things like sorting by character level. Like I'm all about that. Uh, costumes I can take or leave. To be perfectly honest, like I mean, you know, some of them are gorgeous, and I will grind for them. But you know, I think I think the only way you're going to get the community to care about costumes is by giving them trait bonuses or costume bonuses or something like that. You know, like if you have all of your astonishing X-Men wearing the same, you know, X-Men suit or whatever. So they all match, you get a slight bonus or something. I think that's how you're going to get people to care about it. But they said they weren't going to do that. So, yeah. And yeah, so look, I'm all about that. Um, I'm all about, I'm all about this second half preview. I'm happy it's, uh, I'm happy it's here. And I'm looking forward to seeing where we go, you know, in the next six months. Okay, right. So let's move on to um, Friday's blog post. They said pay attention to the blog posts. And that's what we do here at Four Place. So let's get into it. So August 6th, 2021. Death and Mayhem. Very uh, very bright title there. Lovely. So, greetings, Commanders. Mojo's another exciting season of Mayhem coming your way soon. And this week, we're revealing the big updates arriving in Season 9. But don't touch that dial because we're also spilling the strike-issued beans on our store updates, a returning legend, mutant blitzes, and everything to whip your skill military team into shape. Now hit the lights and raise the curtain. It's showtime. So, Mojo's Mayhem updates. This action-packed ninth season of Mojo's Mayhem is set to begin soon and the newest season features a full moon of updates. Please note that the next season will be starting in about a week later than usual, August 13th, and uh, here's what's beaming straight from Mojo Studios to your mobile device. So the updates they've made. We've made improvements to the objectives and band system in an effort to promote more competitive matches, encourage theory crafting, and reduce the overall time spent on real-time arena matches. Good. First up, we've removed daily and weekly ability objectives to increase the focus of, of battles on knockouts. Let a rip and battle this season and go for the knockout instead of being concerned with how many abilities um, have been used. Brilliant, thank you very much. On the band system front, you'll see multiple rotations of bands each week in order to keep the character selection process fresh. Additionally, bands will incorporate roles Protector, Brawler, Blaster, Controller, Support, and Origins, Bio, Mutant, Mystic, Tech, and all that good stuff. So that's cool. Um, I mean, if you could just ban Infinity Watch for a couple of months, that'd be fantastic. I'm done with them. Uh, but yeah, the featured character this month, uh, moving into the featured character reward slot for the upcoming, upcoming season is Moon Knight. Awesome. Crush your ratings goals and don't miss out on shards for Shadowlands Vessel of Vengeance. Dude, I'm all about that. Um, all about Shadowland all about Moon Knight. So yeah, that's great. More stars. Uh, yes, please. And okay, uh, there's also strike time um, in this blog post. I'll include the link for it in the description below. Um, and strike time is featuring the new character, Deathpool. So don't miss the latest episode of Strike Time, which features Cerebro interviewing one of the creators of Deathpool. Tune in for the lowdown on this Teen Reaper's powerful kit, along with the inspiration and backstory for Marvel Strike Force's original contribution to the Death the Deadpool nerdy 30th anniversary. So I won't, um, obviously I won't play the, um, the video. I'll include the link for it um, down, um, down in the show notes if you're listening to this. Uh, 
yeah and basically it's um, a brand new character that i believe they've designed and is now canon so by the sound of it death is going to appear in comics and stuff uh, moving forward which is awesome and yeah i mean pretty excited about that she looks awesome um yeah i mean I, I bet Diggs is losing his mind i mean anything to do with deadpool he's all about um adam's probably like who is she but uh but yeah watch strike time guys um definitely worth uh worth a watch very uh very good episode and yeah let's uh let's just jump into her kit because it is ridiculous so traits hero cosmic mystic brawler new warriors so that's the new team coming to the game and we discussed um potentially um a couple of weeks ago we, we were talking about um so you know astonishing x-men is like the mutant team that they've pushed to be like you know use these guys for raids symbiotes arguably for bio um potentially Deathpool and new warriors could be the uh the mystic side of things but who knows um we're yet to see yet but you know this is the first character they've announced is coming to the game they remember last week we discussed um four like four new characters coming this is character one we thought it was lady death which is effectively Deadpool's missus from what i understand but um yeah instead we get Deathpool. looks awesome let's go so a basic fatal flourish clear all negative effects on this character if negative effects are removed heal self for five percent per negative effect removed heal self for ten percent of max health attack primary and adjacent targets for 300 plus damage and clear death proof uh, flip stealth and speed up on primary and adjacent targets and if this if the enemy is a minion attack that enemy for 600 percent damage instead outrageous um, and this attack cannot be blocked now that is a pretty mean basic um yeah does a lot um i mean good luck good luck minions 600 damage it's crazy uh special dance macabre um so energy cost five five transfer all negative effects from this character to the primary target ridiculous attack primary target for 300 damage attack all adjacent targets for 270 percent damage uh, heal 10% health from primary and adjacent targets and redistribute to all mystic allies. Oh man, yeah, dude, this is this is definitely this uh new warriors team is definitely like gonna be needed for like the mystic raids and doom and stuff like that. Um they have to all be mystic. Anyway, um spread all negative effects from the primary target to all adjacent targets. This will not spread stun. Cool. Ultimate report you so. Energy, I love all of the, uh, you know, uh, death and sort of um, scythe-based puns. Um, but ultimate, 3-3. Three, three. So that's tiny. Uh, so clear death proof from primary target. Awesome. Um, attack primary target for 500% damage and apply two bleeds for two turns. Then gain plus one charged up to a maximum of five. Gain 5,000 extra focus for this attack. Okay. And um, if at a maximum charged, clear primary clear sorry attack primary target for um an awful lot of piercing instead clear their charge um and then this attack is unavoidable and cannot be blocked that's a ridiculous um ultimate and it's uh cheap we like that so they're passive probably should have done this first so apologies death comes for all on enemy on enemy death heal self for 10 percent of max health and attack the most injured enemy for 300 um and clear three positive effects in raids on spawn, gain plus one charge up to a maximum of five. Um, on spawn, fill speed bar by 10%, plus 5% for each mystic ally. Hmm. 
On enemy death, generate one plus ability energy for two random mystic allies or self. Oh my god. Uh, gain plus five drain on each charge on this character. Sorry, gain 5% drain for each charge on this character. Mystic allies gain 10% drain and gain 20% max health. New warrior allies get, gain 20% max health. All right, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't seen the other new warriors, but dude, like, yeah, this is this is your mystic team for the Doom Raid. It, it just is. Unbelievable. Uh, I can't wait to see. I mean, obviously, there's um, how they intend the character to work, how it works, and, uh, and all of that. So... I can't wait to get my hands on this character. She looks awesome. And uh, I believe she is going to be a campaign event. So uh, hold on to your cause, guys, and go nuts for her. Because, I mean, I'm not going to say she's as OP as Kestrel, but she's definitely up there. Um, yeah, there's some ridiculous stuff in that kit, man. Okay. I can't wait to hear what Diggs thinks about it. I'll, uh, I'll have to ask him next week. Payday update. Some of you keen observers may have noticed that the most recent run of Payday event has updated amounts of gold for both the first time and recurring rewards. This update in, unintentionally went a little went out a little early, which is why you didn't see any messaging in game or in the blog. To help newer players power up their rosters faster, we increased the first time rewards for a short-term gold payout. To infuse more gold into the economy long-term for all players, the repeatable rewards will also receive a nice bump, especially in the higher tiers. Yes, they do. I talked about it earlier. Um, all this in conjunction with the additional 2 million gold added to the monthly logon calendars to help get more gold into your hands. So be sure to log on every day and take advantage of the updated payday re rewards to get more gold than ever than ever each month. So yeah, I mean, mercenaries are now a big priority for people. Um, you know, if you're stuck on gold, you know, work on five mercenaries. Um, and yeah, get you know get get a seven star merc team because you know if you're struggling for gold this is a great way to get it okay yeah it's monthly but i mean yeah that's that's perfect okay character availability get your hands on more shards and red stars for two high profile characters with the upcoming store updates kestrel character shards are available for purchase for power cores in the supply store uh, and from now until august 9th she'll have an increased appearance rate of 20 percent Take advantage during this period to collect more shards for one of Strike's founders. Sorry, for one of Strike's founders. And then on August 12th at 5, Sharon Carter is moving into the Elite Store. Be on the lookout for your chance uh, to increase her red stars using the silver and gold promotion credits. Uh, yeah, Sharon Carter going in the Elite Store is fine. I'm, I've got no qualms with that. Um, I, I, I don't know about this. Kestrel character shards are available for purchase of power cores in the supply store. Now, I mean... They've deliberately not said that she's available for 450 power cores, which is daylight robbery. Um, I'm not doing it. You know, if you need five Kestrel shards, I get it, you know, to take it to the next um, tier level or whatever. But, you know, I don't know. It just feels dirty, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not throwing 450 cores at Kestrel every time I uh, need, need five shards. Um, that's pretty gross. Um, I don't know how other people feel about it, but um, me personally, that's, you know, that's just, that's a big no, no. All right, so focusing on the returning legendary event, um, Thanos' infamous general Ebony Moore returns on August 9th at 5pm PDT for his legendary event, the Black and Ebony. So uh, for a shot of the Black Order's legendary support, you must assemble a team consi uh, consisting of Black Bolt and four other Inhumans. And just in case you haven't run into one of the, um, and just in case you haven't run into the Black Order team on the battlefield, a complete Black, Black Order team grants Thanos all six Infinity Stones 
and empowers Thanos with new abilities. So that's great. Ebony Moore's back. Um, I don't think any of us are going to be getting him seven star this time around, but I think we're all going to work to get our inhumans up. Um, if you are looking for a guide to get Ebony Moore, I'll include that in the description box below. Um, I've done a guide on it, how to get Ebony Moore. And yeah, uh, I'm going to have to redo those videos at some point because uh, now Yo-Yo Yo -Yo is available in the raid store and is actually a viable character for that team. So yeah, definitely worth uh, definitely worth doing. Um, yeah, Ebony Moore, awesome character. Go get him. Run, don't walk. Okay. Upcoming blitzes for my blitzing homies. Let's go. Um, add the power of the X gene during this week's mutant blitzes. On August 9th at 5 p.m., the big boom blitz explodes onto the scene and gives you the opportunity opportunity to earn Negasonic Teenage Warhead shards while thumping enemies in battle. Now, that's awesome for Diggs because he's recently uh he recently got her in our game of MSF roulette. So um, I bet he's very happy about that. And uh yeah, obviously Negasonic Teenage Warheads um vital, a vital part if you want to unlock Dr. Octopus. So, you know, if you haven't got a five-star, go absolutely mental in this blitz. Uh, get her up to five-star so you can farm Dr. Octopus. Um, yeah, awesome. Then we transition from booms to beams on August 12th. Um, as Cyclops is up next in the X-Leader blitz. Cut through enemy teams like a hot laser through butter and scoop up shards for this powerful, uncanny X-Men blaster. Uh, that's cool. That's um, That's awesome. Again, Cyclops is great. The Uncanny X-Men team has fallen off a little bit, but once you have Phoenix, you know, his, their, their combo is awesome. Um, I'm, I'm a massive Cyclops fan anyway, so I'll, uh, I'll blitz hard. I'll, I need to get him up to seven stars just because um, he's my guy. So, yeah, um, pretty cool week of blitzes. Um, I'm not going to go crazy like I normally do. Um, this weekend's been, uh, been an experience uh, grinding for Maria Hill. So, uh, yeah, awesome stuff. Bonus and flash events. Uh, start prepping for Ebony Moore's arrival with the upcoming Terrigan Storm bonus event. On August 8th at 5pm, bolster your Inhumans with two times shard rewards in campaign nodes. Filter your roster by Inhuman to view all the eligible characters and the locations. So you can farm um, Karnak, Quake, and Karnak, Quake, and Miss Marvel. They're the three that you can farm. So there'll be double drop, double drops on Karnak, Quake, and Miss Marvel. So yeah, if you're looking to get an Ebony more, they're the three characters you need to pay attention to. And uh, yeah, so yeah, fill your roster by Inhuman to view all of the eligible characters. So yeah, awesome stuff. And on August 13th at 5 p.m. Uh, PDT, the Back to Boot Bootcamp Flash Event returns, which rewards your skill military characters with tons of training modules for clobbering enemies. Bolster your bootcamp troops on August 12th with the Double Trouble Time bonus event which rewards double character shards for your skill military characters. Filter your roster by the term skill and military um, to see who's eligible and where to find their shards. Uh, skill military are vital if you want those training modules. So yeah, uh, make sure you go for it. And uh, yeah, we'll see where we are there. I mean, that's um, that's great. It's a pretty good blog post, lots of stuff going on. Like I say, I'll include the link for the strike time for the, um, for the Dawn of Death Pool. Uh, she looks like a fantastic character. Um, there was also a um, previous blog post entitled uh, Morton with a Mouth. And um, yeah, basically just discussing sort of the, you know, the relationship between like the love triangle between death, uh, Lady Death, Thanos and, uh, and Deadpool. There he is. Um, 
nuts um so yeah worth a read as well you know there's um there's some good stuff and yeah we've got the 30th anniversary of deadpool coming up as well so maybe they will do something for it i don't know um but yeah pretty cool stuff uh happy birthday deadpool so yeah uh that's pretty much it for the blog guys um and uh for the marvel strike force podcast this week um if there's anything you guys want to discuss don't forget to drop it down in the youtube comments below there'll be a description in the show notes for that um if you are listening to this on any of your podcast services and we do deeply appreciate your support so thank you very much um so yeah please remember guys to uh, rate and review this podcast however you consume it and don't forget to follow or subscribe if you want to ask us a question for next week drop it down in the youtube comments like i say link in the description um if you are listening and uh, thanks a lot for checking us out and we will catch you all next week um thanks a lot for watching guys all listening and good luck commanders boom